there is any hope for humanity, it lies in the dogma of the assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Now, those words do not come from the document that proclaims the dogma of the Assumption, but proclaimed it in 1950, that document being Munificentissimus Deus, written by Pius XII. It doesn't come from someone we might expect to show Our Lady great honor like John Paul, St. John Paul II. But in fact, those words, that if there's any hope for humanity, it lies in the Assumption of our Blessed Virgin Mary, those words actually come from Carl Jung, of all people. Carl Jung, the therapist and the student of human archetypes and the human mind. And they're forceful words, sometimes more forceful than, than even we as Catholics would, would like to say. We would say, well, if there's hope for humanity, it lies in the passion, death, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. And, and as much as the assumption is absolutely true and absolutely central, do we really accord it such a place? And in fact, we do. We want to understand very clearly what Carl Jung perhaps intuited more clearly than he realized. The dogma of the assumption is the truth that Mary, at the end of her life, was taken body and soul into heaven. There are divergent traditions as to whether she passed through death or not. We tend to say that she almost certainly did, but there, it's not a defined tradition. And in the East, there's another tradition that called the Dormition, that says that she simply rested and was woken by the Lord to be assumed into heaven at the end of her life. But one way or another, whether she passed through death or not, she did enter heaven, body and soul, in perfect glory and perfection. And that's for a number of reasons. One, as a reward for the great work that she did as the mother of the Lord, as the one who allowed God to take flesh first in her body that he might walk about in the flesh in our world, that she, for having said yes to the Lord, for having allowed him to act in her life, has merited, in fact, special treatment among all humans. But there's something else. There's another doctrine that comes alive when we watch Mary ascend into heaven, be assumed into heaven. And that's the truth about what it means to be a Christian and what it means to be baptized. If we believe, as we do, that when somebody is baptized, they're grafted into the body of the Lord, they become a member of the body of Christ, then we teach that wherever Christ the head has gone, the body is sure to follow. And that so long as we remain faithful to Christ and connected into the body of the Lord, then wherever Christ has gone, so will we. And so just as Christ himself passed through his earthly life and his passion and eventually his death, so also every Christian. But of course, Christ doesn't stay in death. He doesn't remain in Hades, as it were, but passes through, rises to new life, and doesn't stop there either, but brings his human nature into heaven, to be seated on a throne of glory before the Father. And so when Mary does this, she is doing first what every Christian is called to do, and what every Christian who remains faithful to the Lord will do, which is to say she follows him body and soul into heaven. That Mary, the preeminent Christian, the first Christian, 
does what all Christians will do if they remain faithful to the Lord. And that's why Carl Jung says, if there's any hope for us, it's there. Because as we watch Mary follow her son into heaven, as we watch God assume her today, we know that we are going as well. And as we watch her go, we should feel within us the pull of heaven, the pull of eternity, that thing within us that says, you are not meant simply for this place, you are meant for a place that is much better and much more. That you were not meant for earthly accolades, you were meant for the glory of heaven. You were not meant for earthly possessions, you were meant for the gold of eternity. You were not meant for earthly joys, you were meant for the joys of heaven. And everything good on earth is only a sign of the things that are to come in eternity. And if we remain faithful to Jesus, we will exchange the one for the other and know peace. Real peace. It's good for us to remember, even in the course of our daily lives. That can be very helpful. I had great occasion recently. I was not, I'm not, not actually supposed to be here today. <laughs> I'm supposed to be in another country today. Uh, but in fact, my flights got all messed up. And so as I'm going through various airports, getting rerouted and finding I'm going to have to be back here and redo all the stuff and all the wonders. I know, I agree. <laughs> it, was, it was unpleasant. <laughs> It's a good thing to remember. We're not meant for this, for this world. We're not meant for everything to go well here. We don't need it to go well here. Because the fact is, even as we're running ragged through airports, getting tickets changed and plans changed and all this sort of stuff, we remember everything we do, we do as children of heaven. And everything will be fine. If we remain faithful to Jesus... Everything will be fine. All of the things that go sideways in our lives will be taken care of. And don't matter as deeply as we think they do. But like Our Lady, we do have to have that singular focus of heart that latches on to the Lord and will not let go and will not trade Him for anything. If we do this, then we follow Our Lady and with him, our souls can proclaim the greatness of the Lord, who's looked upon his lowly servants and given them glory that they could never have earned or deserved, but only receive as a gift of love.